You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Relax this Sunday with a little moment to yourself and the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Welcome to Unexplained Extra with me, Richard McLean Smith, where for the weeks in between episodes, we look at stories and ideas that for one reason or other didn't make it into the previous show. In the last episode, When Love Breaks Down, we followed two young women on two very different paths, albeit ones that were destined eventually to collide in devastating and tragic circumstances. With all the conflicting testimonies, it isn't known exactly what took place inside the main house of 150 Cielo Drive on the night of August 8, 1969. What is known, however, is that sometime around midnight, Susan Atkins, Patricia Kremwinkel and Charles Tex Watson entered the property uninvited, while Linda Kasabian remained outside on lookout. By the time they'd left, Sharon Tate eight months pregnant at the time, Jay Sebring, Abigail Fulger, and Wojciech Frykowski, who were staying with Sharon that night, and Stephen Parent, who'd been visiting the property's caretaker, William Garretson, in the guesthouse, had all been murdered. Though at first, Tex Watson attempted to take responsibility for all the murders, it was made clear in the subsequent trial that although he may have taken the lead, he was far from acting alone. Reports vary as to whether Tex murdered Sharon Tate single-handedly or whether, in fact, she was also stabbed by Susan Atkins. The killing spree continued the following night when Watson and Kremwinkel, joined this time by then 19-year-old Leslie Van Houten, were ordered by Charles Manson to kill Rosemary and Lino Labianco at their home in Los Feliz in Los Angeles. The Tate-Labianca murders, perpetrated by some of the members of the Manson family, as they have since come to be known, occupy a complicated place in the annals of 20th century culture, occurring as they did within the context of the counterculture movement of the time. And at the centre of it all, of course, was Charles Manson. Although Manson didn't take part physically in the killings, he was, through the influence he exerted on his followers, 
judged by the law, to have been equally responsible for them. It wasn't a particularly controversial ruling, and certainly few would argue against it, much less defend Manson for his involvement. Manson has been described as both a psychopath and a sociopath, devoid of any empathy for those he harmed, whose sole intention was to manipulate and control people for his own deluded ends. Nonetheless, we are still left with the rather thorny issue of trying to decipher what it was exactly that encouraged so many seemingly ordinary young men and women to perpetrate murder on his behalf. It would certainly be far too easy to dismiss them as simply drug-addled drifters with psychological problems. Central to Manson's power was the landscape and era in which he was operating. The term hippie is largely a pejorative one that goes back to the beat generation, a term itself coined by Jack Kerouac in 1948 as a way to describe the growing anti-conformist creative scene in New York at the time. As the scene developed and became more widely dispersed into mainstream culture, many of the early beat generation became scornful of the sudden influx of people trying to participate in it. The problem being that since the scene was no longer underground, it could no longer be anti-conformist. Those who arrived late to the party were in effect deemed to be merely mimicking beat sensibilities as opposed to really embodying what made the scene in the first place. Hippie was coined by the beat generation to describe anyone who wasn't considered hip enough. Ironically, this term would later be used by more conservative elements of society as a pejorative to describe anyone they took to be a member of the new anti-conformist creative movement of the 1960s, in effect completely reversing its meaning. Hippie quickly became shorthand for virtually anyone who didn't readily adopt conservative values and fashion styles. However, anyone who might genuinely have considered themselves part of the counterculture movement would rarely use the term, preferring instead to describe themselves as freaks or children of love. The central tenet of that counterculture, fostered in the communes and collectives of Haight-Ashbury and Topanga Canyon, was the rejection of the stale, rigid norms of society. It encouraged people to be open to who or what they could be, and to remove all inhibitions and worries about how others might perceive them, but also not to be coerced into having to be a certain way just for the comfort of others. It was a movement that also rejected notions of property and possession, where everyone and everything was free and equal. Such things, they believed, encouraged repression and competition, and ultimately, violence. Things that destroyed humanity, rather than enriched it. Rosemary Kent, a woman who lives on the edge of the infamous Black Hills Forest, needs your help to find her missing son. But to find him, you must investigate the mysterious forest yourself. Will you face down the horror of the Blair Witch and those who serve her? Blair Witch is the new horror subscription game brought to you by Hunt a Killer in partnership with Lionsgate. A fully immersive experience in the Blair Witch universe delivered straight to your door and it's scary as hell. With a full season comprising of six boxes or episodes, each box will have you sifting through cryptic documents, discovering audio recordings and solving some disturbing puzzles. 
Whether you're social distancing or struggling to find somewhere fun to go out for the night, this is the perfect game to play at home with a small group of friends or even online via video calls, picking through the clues together under candlelight from the comfort of your own home. Right now, just for listeners of Unexplained, you can go to hunterkiller.com slash bwunexplained and use your promo code bwunexplained at checkout for 20% off your first box. Head to hunterkiller.com slash bwunexplained for 20% off and to show support for the podcast. Once again, that's hunterkiller.com slash bwunexplained. Will you survive the curse of the Blair Witch? Whether Manson actually believed the things he said or was merely exploiting the philosophies of the culture, much of what he said and claimed to stand for, it could be argued, wasn't wholly reprehensible. To all intents and purposes, anyone travelling to San Francisco to take part in the Summer of Love would have struggled at first to separate Manson's ideas from the real thing. By way of example, Manson's testimony at his trial makes for some uncomfortable reading. As he said then, I never went to school, so I never growed up to read and write too good, so I have stayed in jail and I have stayed stupid and I've stayed a child while I've watched your world grow up, and then I look at the things that you do, and I don't understand. You eat meat, and you kill things that are better than you are, and then you say how bad, and even killers, your children are. You made your children what they are. These children that come at you with knives, they are your children. You taught them. I didn't teach them. I just tried to help them stand up. Most of the people at the ranch that you call the family were just people that you did not want. Much of Manson's proselytising was directed towards society at large and its inherent hypocrisies. How was it, he reasoned, that he could be branded a murderer while someone like President Nixon was free to be leader of the most powerful country in the world while simultaneously be sending America's children off to die in Vietnam for a cause that many did not support? therefore also contributing to the deaths of hundreds and thousands of Vietnamese. Or as Manson said, I know this, that in your hearts and your souls, you are as much responsible for the Vietnam War as I am for killing these people. I can't judge any of you, I have no malice against you and no ribbons for you, but I think that it is high time that you all start looking at yourselves and judging the lie that you live in none of which is by any means an attempt to justify what Manson and his followers did, but rather to ask what is one guilty of that the other is not. Embedded also in Manson's words is another uncomfortable truth about just what it means to be human. That to be human is to be both love and hate, good and evil whatever we take those terms to mean. Whether or not we consider ourselves to be practitioners of nefarious deeds, we cannot escape the reality that if we are to consider ourselves part of a collective human species, we have to also accept that any action perpetrated by a human being is in a sense perpetrated by us. We cannot pick and choose what we do and don't want to be considered human. Within that too is perversely a logical extension of the peace and love philosophy of 60s counterculture 
in which we are encouraged to look beyond the boundary of ego and self in order to recognize that we are all one and the same with everything in the universe. It is precisely this idea, catalyzed by the use of hallucinogenic drugs like LSD, that led Manson's followers into a state whereby they no longer recognized the people they were murdering as being individuals. Since all was one, and the ego and self were just illusions, what is left to actually kill? For many, it is this that is the ultimate horror of the Manson family murders, or the true horror of having to confront any kind of such fanatical reasoning for that matter. For if that person no longer occupies the same reality that you do, there is no knowing just what they might be capable of. I remember I was screaming for help, and he was screaming for help, and uh, then Tex came and helped me, and I was left to sit and watch Sharon Tate. And about that time, it, I can remember seeing people just scattering in different places and running in different places, and I was left sitting with Sharon Tate, and she was talking to me, and I remember that I had absolutely, I could have, I felt nothing. I felt absolutely nothing for her um, as she begged for her life and for the life of her baby. And, uh, Jesus. I remember when we first went in, one of the people said, who are you? And Tex said, I'm the devil, and I'm here to do the devil's business. And I remember that in my conscience, it, it's so alive in me, even just recalling it, I remember that I had gone so far and there was no turning back. There, even if I had wanted to run, even if I had wanted to leave, I couldn't. It was like I was caught in something that I had no control over. I had absolutely no say-so as to what was happening there. I was just like a tool in the hands of the devil is the only way I can put it. And I believe... If you enjoy Unexplained and would like to help supporters, you can now do so via Patreon. To receive access to ad-free episodes, discount on merchandise, as well as brand new video and audio content exclusive to Patreon members, just go to patreon.com forward slash unexplained pod to sign up or if you'd like to make a one-time donation you can go to unexplainedpodcast.com forward slash support all donations no matter how large or small are greatly appreciated unexplained the book and audiobook featuring 10 stories that have never before been covered on the show is now available to buy worldwide you can purchase through amazon barnes and noble and waterstones among other bookstores all elements of unexplained including the show's music, are produced by me, Richard McLean-Smith. Please subscribe and rate the show wherever you listen to podcasts, and feel free to get in touch with any thoughts or ideas regarding the stories you've heard on the show. Perhaps you have an explanation of your own you'd like to share. You can reach us online at unexplainedpodcast.com or Twitter at unexplainedpod and Facebook at facebook.com forward slash unexplainedpodcast. Do 
you dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.